Welcome to the Week 8 Pod. This is Matt Plouts standing in for Sean Putnam uh, after a 58-point victory. I, I now own everything that Putnam once owned, so welcome to the show. Uh, my co-host, uh, Sean Putnam, is, is here as well. Welcome. Yeah, thank you uh, for giving me joint custody on my own podcast. You're very, very welcome. Uh, after that 58-point victory, uh, I don't know. How are you feeling? Um, I don't feel great. Uh, you, as I was explaining before the show, I had a, a lovely weekend with uh, family and friends, uh, a weekend of celebration for my little brother's wedding. And um, you basically shit all over the party. That's what I do. <laughs> it, it was like um, everybody's having a good time in the chat and then you entered it. I did not watch much of the Seahawks Cardinals game, but I woke up to find out that Tyler Lockett had scored the third most points in FPL history by a single player. That, that yeah, was but- fun. Basically, it was like watching a Tyler Lockett highlight reel. Uh, it was it was fantastic. I stayed up for the whole thing. Normally, I like to go to bed at a solid nine o'clock if I can, but I, and I stayed up until past midnight. It was wild. It was uh, I beat off to it actually. <laughs> um, it seems Brad did too. Uh, he pointed out that you scored ninety three points uh, from two players. Uh, we used to call that a uh, a solid week for Ron. Yeah, it used to be if you broke 90, that was uh, that, that got you close to a win, right, in the FPL. So, yeah. so yeah, to get that out of two guys was was awesome. Nice. It was good to get back on the on the winning side of the column. So, I'm pumped. I'm fired up. Uh, yeah, let's uh, take that energy into uh, catching up on a couple league topics. Uh, we had to take uh, last week off. Uh, both Herb and I were traveling and. Um, but uh, the week six pop, uh, there was a lot of feedback that um, Herb wasn't actually on the pod. Uh, did you get a chance to listen to it, Plus? <laughs> yeah, I listened to it. But on my end, I only heard Herb. Was that weird? Oh, you must have got the uh, the Zack Snyder cut. Um, there's probably zero people who will get that reference, but um, I'm going to go with it anyways. It was a great pod either way. I think the 15 minute uh, format was great. It was a, it was a quick listen. I could do it uh, when I do whatever it is I do and nice work. Yeah. I, I thought it was hilarious when people kept messaging me was this intentional. (laughs) And uh, I think the biggest giveaway is like that people thought that um, Herb would be very brief and uh, concise um that that is the part that like really cracked me up <laughs> yeah that would uh, be that would be uncharacteristic yeah but um yeah so moving on um there was an elimination pool for half the league um in groom one um no one cares uh it's just like a silent transfer of funds um plow two weren't part of that any comments? I, I wasn't part of it. I don't know what it is, and I don't care what it is, I, I think, is, is the simplest way to say it. Fair enough. Uh, we'll move on to the uh, the the Week 8 matchups. Um, you want to kick it off with 
the first game? Sure. The first game on my list is the Fireman versus Prometheus, which I learned was your favorite film. Uh, <laughs> Not exactly, but keep going. So I'm, I'm just going to pick up where Herb left off with, with some, of these, uh, some of these quotes. So from Putnam, these two teams don't like each other. And I have to say, after listening to the pod, I, I, I totally picked up on that vibe. Uh, you, you two do not like each other, do you? Uh, no, it's kind of ironic that, uh, we are playing each other and he's not on the pod this week, but, um, you know, we'll make do. I'm hoping he doesn't show up in the matchup too. I'm sure he won't. And then, uh, and then from Herb, we have to play within ourselves. And, uh, I mean, I can't help but be a little bit confused by that comment and also wonder if it's intended to be something sexual. Most likely, yes. Probably. All right, so Putnam, you're you're an underdog, but you're starting Tannehill, Dobbins, Swift, A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb, Ron's favorite wide receiver in the league, Darius Slayton, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Mark Andrews. That's a solid lineup. Um, so I think, you know, Tannehill is an absolute stud at this point. I mean, if you, if you average his last 16 games, he would be the, uh, I think, QB3 in all of fantasy football. So having a great, having a great stretch here. Uh, you're starting J, uh, JK Dobbins because why wouldn't you start a running back? That's, that's going to score six points. I mean, you, you got to wait, I'm going to get six points out of him. That sounds awesome. You started him twice this season and he's averaged, I think 6.4 for you. So uh, I expect that trend to continue. But then A.J. Brown, how about A.J. Brown? He's averaging uh, almost 24 points per game since returning in week five. You have to be uh, you have to be pumped about that. Yeah, there was a point I didn't think I was going to get. Uh, I, he was going to be a colossal bust, but uh, he's been huge so far. Nice. And then Herb somehow is a favorite in this matchup. That's uh, that's what the that's what the projections show. Uh, I don't know what 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 uh, scoring system they're using there. Maybe points per negative. Points per fumble, maybe. Uh, but he's starting Stafford, uh, Zeke Elliott, McKinnon, Ayuk, or as I like to call him, Hadukin, like in Street Fighter, when they would do the uppercut thing. Yep. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> uh, Tyler Boyd, DK, Ruggs, and Hawk. So um, – some weak spots in that lineup. I'm not sure about those those running backs. I mean, the Cowboys are just imploding at this point. Uh, Zeke looks like more of a pouty little bitch than usual. And uh, he's he's not doing so much of the soup eating or whatever he does after he gets the first downs. He's not doing that. Um, Herb, well, I think I he used to uh, do that with his brother, but uh, or maybe that's, that, was, that was Prescott. Never mind. I don't know what that means. But anyway, so... This, uh, the San Francisco running back situation, um, at Herb, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, McKinnon is clearly not the guy there. Uh, so I, I hope he ends up on the bench. And then Ruggs, I mean, he's had one fantasy-relevant game all season. So I'm, I'm very confident in a, in a Putnam victory here. I think, I think you win by at least 10. Uh, thank you for the kiss of death. I think uh, one of the, 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 the biggest matchups here, it goes back to one of the uh, the trades that uh, Herb and I pulled off, which um, 
we we swapped tight ends, uh, Andrews and and Hawk. But the the other thing that came out of it is he got uh, I moved up and got uh, Lamb, which I have never heard of the quarterback that will be potentially throwing him the ball, which is exciting. And then uh, he he got rugs on the move down. So we'll see how that pays off here in week eight. Um, you know, you know how it goes in the FPL. A, a dynasty trade is one in a, in a one week matchup. So. <laughs> yes. The, yeah. The, the one week, the one week after the trade is the only one that matters. So. That's true. That's not what you meant, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next matchup. Let's move on to the renegades and Maloofs. So, uh, so I was reading the quotes from the, from the game and, and Chris and Matt said, we can't take these guys lightly. So I, I had a little bit of curiosity there of whether that was said. They just happened to say the exact same quote separately. Uh, and Ron. That's cute to think about. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and Ron said, both teams are playing at a high level. Um, to me, nothing says high level like a combined five and nine record. So great uh, quote, Ron. Yeah. These these quotes are from 2015. <laughs> All right, so so on to the matchups. Uh, the Maloofs are one point underdogs, uh, they, so it's a close matchup. They're going with Lamar, Gurley, Henderson, Amari, Jefferson, Shepard, who's back in a big way, MVS, and Dalton uh, Dalton Schultz. I said Dalton, but like, but it's just it's a Dalton on the Cowboys. Uh, Lamar. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Is he is he broken? Um. Yeah. I don't know. It, 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 he hasn't had like the um, implosion games, but he hasn't had explosion games either. So he's just, you know, constant stasis of mediocrity. I think he's. Uh, I don't even think he's a top fifteen quarterback right now. Um, you know, we, I don't know if you're aware, but we lost our intern, so we have zero research um, going on this year. But, <laughs> the research uh, department's shot. Okay. Yeah, but uh, it, for my for, for my new expected. for my new company. Yes, you can. Uh, you know, you can invest in in some interns uh, as you uh, take over the pot. But uh, yeah, Lamar has not been uh, the the same as last year. He's been a he's been a solid running back, but uh, I have in my notes he hasn't broken 204 yards once this season. So passing, so that's not what you're looking for out of your QB one. Uh, Gurley though, uh, he's been coming along lately. He's been scoring some touchdowns. Uh, he's got 122 rushes on the year. I'm not sure how I, how I would feel about that as a Falcons fan. But. Are there any Falcons fans? They seem to be jumping ship to the closest bandwagon. I know we don't have any in our league, but I, I'm just mean some Falcons fan out there might be nervous about Gurley's knees with that kind of workload. That's true. All right, and then uh, for the for, to wrap it up, I mean, catch you know, two guys catching passes from this. Uh, how do you even say this guy's name? This this third string quarterback on Dallas, Denucci. Is it Denucci? Yeah, he sounds like someone who's running for the Long Island constable position. I, I was I was <laughs> laughing really hard on mute, so 
as Herb would say, he would let that breathe. <laughs> Moving on. Ron's lineup. All right, here we go. We got Rodgers, Josh Jacobs, Jonathan Taylor, the hard man, Higgins, the uh, the good Higgins, not the one that uh, went for a ridiculous sum of money in bidding, Scotty Miller, uh, Golden Tate, and Darren Waller. So, I mean, that lineup, top to bottom, I mean, I think Ron's really building a force here. I mean, he's he's gotten some, he's had some top draft picks, you know, T Higgins, Josh Jacobs, Jonathan Taylor. That's a solid young core. So imagine how good he would be if he kept McLaurin. <laughs> solid shot. Um, yeah, I think this lineup is galvanizing based off the hate for this podcast, both hate from and for the podcast. Sounds about right. I think he's going to want to throw Le'Veon in the lineup, though. I mean, he's got a revenge game here against uh, his Jets. Uh, so I think, you know, as as Ron is watching this 45-3 uh, to three game, he'll probably want to at least be able to celebrate something. The Le'Veon touchdown or two. Yeah, there's, there, there's no way that Le'Veon doesn't score at some point in this game. Yeah, agreed. And then uh, I like that Ron is is going with the three tight ends, uh, three tight ends on his roster. He's got uh, he's got Waller, he's got Hayden Hurst, and he's got Irv Smith. How do you feel about that strategy? I'm very surprised. I mean, I'm I'm very surprised that you of all people like this. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like uh, he is and mentoring under you uh, to how to build a very um, inefficient roster space with uh, 15 players. You know, you have to devote many spots to uh, a tight end instead of, um, you know, wide receivers that you could actually play. But uh, that's really my only critique for, uh, for Ron's roster this week. All right. Well, I I think for that reason alone, just just the three tight ends on his roster, I think Ron gets a W. I don't think it's a convincing win, but I think it's like a a five to six point victory for Ron. So, I, I'm in favor of it. All right. Wrapping up my section, we've got the Fighting Crows versus Baltic Thunder. John, I don't know who John is, but uh, he says we have to pull out all the stops. And. Uh, Little known fact about that statement is that it's actually a pipe organ reference. So when you pull out all the stops on a pipe organ, you're you're pulling out every every rank that you want to play when you touch the keyboard. I don't know how you know that. It's not important, but we'll move on. <laughs> uh, Andrew says we need to, we need to turn up the intensity. I actually think Andrew needs to turn the fuck down the intensity. He's uh, He's in my G chat every every day for I'd, I'd say three to four hours with just political article after political article after COVID article after your wrong plouts. Uh, I think he needs to scale it down a little bit. Maybe maybe just uh, chill out a little. So onto the matchups. Uh, Andrew's the underdog. Uh, he's starting Big Ben, Dalvin Cook, Henry, Robbie Anderson. How about that guy? Uh, Landry, Parker, Rager, who's back, and Gasecki. So I, I think the the biggest thing with Andrew is it's going to be interesting to see what uh, what Rager does in his first game back. 
Yeah, are we even sure he will be back? Um, he practiced on Wednesday. So, yeah, that's all we need to know, I guess. Case closed. Um, <laughs> but, I, yeah. Yeah, I... You have no reaction? We could just... No, I mean, uh, it, it's... Uh, it's a solid lineup that's been uh, underperforming since uh, Urban and I gave him the kiss of death that he was going to run the table. Um, well done. He, I, I think one of the other issues he has is uh, it seems like Gusecki is being relegated to his backup. I saw Adam Shaheen um, signed a new contract today, and uh, did they want a uh, tight end that can actually block um, because – they don't value points. Um, so I don't know. I'm kind of surprised that uh, Andrew is not starting Antonio Brown. I think I, I definitely agree with he needs to tone the fuck down on Antonio Brown uh, because he's acting like he's just going to come in and be that 300-point uh, uh, wide receiver and uh, call me skeptical. How, how many points per dollar spent on him do you think he ends up with? So we spent what was it, fifty-two dollars? Yeah, I, I would say if he is anything, uh, if he, if he scores more than that amount of money, I would be surprised. Agreed, agreed. I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking between twenty-six and thirty on the season. Yeah, I'm not even convinced that they're gonna let him play like the NFL because it seems like they're still doing their investigation. I feel like it's, and uh, not only that, like does he have the correct helmet? Yeah. Was that ever resolved? I I don't think it was. I kind of hope he wears his (laughs) helmet to the game and they're like, no, you're like, you're inactive now. Well, at least it was, at least it would be on the pirate theme. So that's, that's fair. Oh, true. Yeah. All right. And then uh, the other recent uh, news with Andrew was that uh, he had the trade for uh, for Big Ben. And I know you and, well, I heard Herb talk about it in the last podcast. I didn't hear you talk about it. But, uh, you, you know, you guys thought it was a fair deal. But uh, Big Ben has one game over 300 yards this season. Uh, I don't, I just, I just, I don't see giving up a second for uh, for that kind of talent. Yeah, one of the non-political chats that Andrew's in, I think maybe the only one, um, he was discussing with Fox how he was swindled in that deal. That I think uh, Big Ben's been averaging about uh, 11 to 13 points since that deal. So uh, uh, Fox is uh, pretty tricky to deal with. Um, but, uh, he, yeah, he definitely sent a, a Trojan horse in their matchup uh, last week or two weeks ago. And, uh, yeah. Big Ben sucked ever since. And if Andrew ends up where I think he's going to end up at the end of the season, uh, he's going to be around pick six in the draft. Uh, pick 2.6 last year was Antonio Gibson. So he basically traded Antonio Gibson for Big Ben. That is uh, some solid research. It's flawless logic. All right. On to Presto. He's got uh, Justin, Her- Justin Herbert, Giovanni Bernard, Cunt. Ronald Jones, Corey Davis, Galladay, Ant Mill, and Janu. Uh, he has one guy that uh, anyone wants. 
Correct. No one, no one would trade for any of these players. I had to give Presto props. He joined my, he was the only person to join uh, from the FPL to join my, uh, my friends of Plout's DraftKings game, which I'm going to assume means that none of you people are my friends, which is not a surprise. Uh, and he, uh, he just, he just demolished us and crushed our souls and, uh, and, and won the league. He will not be invited back. Uh, to that DraftKings game. Um, I thought it was an ironic title. Um, and I'm kind of surprised because I'm pretty sure that every time I've played uh, DFS with Presto, he has not done well. Hmm. But uh, props on the big game. Will there be a uh, Friends of Clouds too? So I run it every week. This was just the first time I invited others from the FPL. So... Uh... It's not going to happen again. I'll just, I'll, I'll put it that way. No, I was going to say, I will, uh, I'd be interested uh, in a week where I, I, I took last week off in, in DFS, but uh, I made $9 the week before. So I feel like I can, uh, I can come in for a strong, uh, you know, 50 percentile. Uh, Isn't it great how we, how we have this roller coaster of emotions when we do DraftKings? It's like, in the weeks where you win, even if it's like $9, you just feel like you're unbeatable. Yeah. I mean, I spent um, more than $9 <laughs> to win $9, but, but that's fine. Nice work. Uh, would, would you join, would you consider joining if I made an enemies of, of Plout's uh, DraftKings game? Um, I feel like I am at, at this point, I am only, uh, allowed to join uh, employees of Plouts or bitches of Plouts. That's a great point. And uh, I'll consider that naming convention for next week. All right. But on to the matchup, uh, more serious stuff. I mean, we'll see if we'll see if Miles Sanders gives it a go. But either way, I think with Presto's running backs, even though they're not sexy names, they're, uh, you know, they're names that are going to get some production. So I don't think that's a, a total uh, huge deal for him. How about uh, how about OBJ going to IR? Uh, you know, from my standpoint, that couldn't have happened to a better, to a better person. Yeah, what a really shitty situation. Um, you know, the ironic part, I, I find like, you, you know how uh, some people are, there's like players that people definitely rude to get injured. I thought it was actually interesting that he tore his ACL while trying to make a, a tackle on an interception because people always shit on his... Um, chest during sex and on his uh, work ethic, but um, yeah, that, that was kind of a rough play, but yeah. Uh, he, he did not look as good on the interception tackle as uh, as DK Metcalf. Oh, yeah. What an unbelievable Bye. play. Anyway, that concludes my section, so, so now I will allow you to do your section. Thanks. Um, thanks I what? Th thanks what? Not do. Yes. Thank you, sir. You're damn right. Uh, thank you for. Um, that was solid. A lot of a lot of research. Um, I did not do any of that. Um, so I'm just gonna kick it off with uh, you playing Fox. Um, let's throw back to when uh, Fox used to have a good lineup. Um, does anyone remember? That? I used to dread playing Fox. 
Yeah, he used to have uh, running backs and 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 whatnot. Uh, not so much anymore. Uh, he, I mean, his best running back is Chase Edmonds, and he's on by. So luckily, you dodged that nice. bullet. Um, looks like he's uh, starting Josh Kelly and James White. James White for the, the Bills. Uh, yeah. Um, in a similar situation that uh, you have put me in uh, with Chris Godwin being out, Mike Evans gets uh, gets his time to uh, be a be a role player. Um, I feel like I feel like Brady just doesn't does... like Mike Evans. Is that a, is that a possibility? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if um, you know Mike Evans is like really a really big dairy guy or or something like that, but. Yeah, he definitely does not like. Or, or maybe, maybe, maybe Evans uh, is just a, a huge lib, and, and that offends Brady. That could possibly be. Yeah. Also, he definitely hate uh, Mike Evans hates Keenan Allen, which, um, you know, Keenan Allen's been had a little bit of a resurgence with uh, Herbert. Um, I the the funny thing about Fox's lineup, like on paper, it does not look good, but he. He has like three players that go off and he's in it. So it's usually some sort of combination, Josh Allen, Devante, uh, Keenan Allen, and uh, Kelsey. So, or is it Kelsey? I think it's, I think it's Kelch. Oh, okay. Well, you're the boss now. So that's how we pronounce it on the show. Um, So, I believe you updated your lineup since bids went off. I'm just going to check in. And, uh, yeah, you're bringing up um, your bum uh, backup quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he, he gets a start this week. Um, Boston Scott and Devin Singletary. One of those is underrated good. One of those. Stinks. So when I traded – Darren Waller for Devin Singletary. I had, I didn't have huge expectations for Singletary, but I figured, hey, he's he's the guy. The Bills love to run the football. That's what they do. You know, it, it, all America City. I mean, come on, they're 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 built for running the football, and uh, that's not what they've done. They become sort of the uh, the the chiefs of the of the Rust Belt. That that makes sense. <laughs> I I had to think about it, but I I agree. Um, yeah, I think um, I am to Dem- in Singletary what you are to masks. And uh, so if you just asked me, I would have told you he's stunk. Um, but uh, moving on to your wide receivers, um, I feel like you could just play Tyler Lockett, and that'd be sufficient. Um, but uh, you know, maybe he won't score. Three touchdowns. I fully expect a five point effort after that. Like, as I was watching the game, I was just like, no, like, like, stop using it all up. Like, like, save some for the next game, please. Uh, But it's like, he'll score five weeks, you know, five points one week. What do you have? 53? Who's counting? Uh, Next. (laughs) So, uh, you know, he's, he's a, he's a tough player to own and roster because of, uh, because of those highs and lows. I also kind of feel like they are going to feed DK because, um, you know, his highlight of him tracking down that uh, that guy on the interception, like they, they're going to feed that guy just for putting in that 
effort. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens with Lockett. It, it would be interesting to see, like, a Lockett versus Devontae um, showdown because those guys can both uh, – They can both catch the football. That's that's a fact. Um, you have a uh, a running back at wide receiver Robert Woods, who I've heard has been in a little bit of uh, trade talks, but uh, currently still on the uh, victories. Yeah. So here's the deal with Woods in my mind. I mean, he's a he's a solid contributor to the team. He's he's got a great work ethic. You know, he's he's workmanlike. He's uh, you know, he gets the job done. But I'm looking for a little bit a little bit more flash, a little bit more upside. Uh, so as much as I like having Woods in my lineup, I'd be looking for a younger guy, uh, a younger man uh, to, to step in <laughs> every once in a while. But, uh, but yeah, he's, he's available for the right deal. Um, so Plouts is looking for someone to talk <laughs> Robert Woods is, is what I got out of that. Um, I don't know how to transition from that, but uh, Nelson Aguilar has been talked. He, you just picked him up. Um, he's been talked about the uh, this year's uh, Devonte Parker, a uh, delayed breakout, and um, he's had some big weeks. And the Browns are very sus, as the kids like to say in the secondary. Um, I like it. I like the Among Us reference. That's fantastic. Uh, by the way, I I joined a couple of those games, and it, it was weird, like the way that, like people just like pass back and forth their Snapchats. Like their Snapchat user IDs, and they're like, "Oh, you're sexy." It's like the, the the dude is dressed like a spacesuit, and you don't even know. And you're saying he's sexy, and, and you're giving each other Snapchat names. Like, I just like I'm I'm gonna block technology from my daughter's life for as long as possible. It's just a fucking nightmare. Anyway, uh, Agalor, however, fourteen point four, fourteen seven, twenty one point seven last three weeks. I mean, that's that to me is a wide receiver too. That's pretty strong. I just want you to know that um, it was not an Among Us reference because I don't even know what that is. I appreciate whatever rant you just went on. Um, I'm probably gonna look it up later, but uh, can I yeah. give you like the the thirty thousand foot view of Among Us? I think I think our our listeners would enjoy, would enjoy it, and as the content director. Uh, of the pod, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and and, and uh, I'll just do what I want. What I want to do. So, Among Us is a game where everyone joins. You join via mobile device. Uh, you're randomly assigned either crewmate or imposter. So the imposter, the imposter, okay. you know, his goal is to kill everybody and sabotage the ship and stuff. And the crewmate, you know, your goal is to like just do tasks and figure out who the imposter is. Uh, but what, so what happens in this game is you, you have these meetings, uh, every once in a while and, and you basically talk about who's suspect and you, you, people use a shorthand sus, which I think is, I feel like that's probably where like that reference came from that you're talking about. You just didn't know it. Now I know. And, uh, yeah, just, just, just crush it. Terrible. So, um, moving back to your matchup, you're a seven-point favorite. I actually think that the uh, the Chiefs' defense is a huge advantage here. 
Um, and I, 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 I'm worried that it'll be like last week for you that, uh, you know, you didn't play Mahomes, but Mahomes is not going to get a lot of work, but, uh, the defense might come through for you, but, uh, I'm still going to pick you based off of uh, Nelson Aguilar and uh, the Among Us reference. Excellent. Great choice. Um, moving on to, to Brad and Adam. Um, Brad has turned into the waiver wire king. Um, every time I go to like look at someone I want to pick up, it's, he's already on his roster. Um, he, I was kind of discussing before, before the pod, like he's picked up like guys who are so solid that he's able to bench like household names, um, like Melvin Gordon and, uh, Deontay Johnson. Uh, I, I, Cole Beasley has actually, uh, you know, he's got, he's on par with CeeDee Lamb for, for points this year, which I found interesting. We're discussing whether Travis Fulgham's a thing. Julio's healthy, so uh, and he, he gets a, a pretty uh, easy matchup on uh, Thursday night. Thielen, it, it's questionable whether Thielen or uh, Jefferson are going to ma- match up with uh, the Packers shutdown corner, but, uh, you know, Thielen's pretty solid. Um, and then uh, we have Kittle and Russ going against each other in what's probably going to end up being a shootout. Um, outside of the, the Chiefs defense that we just uh, talked about, the, the Bucks defense has been amazing, and they have the best, best matchup of the week. So I think all strong matchups for um, for Brad. Um, you know, this might be the last week for Mike Davis. But um, moving on to uh, Adam, if, if Brad is the king of waiver wire moves – would Adam, you say uh, he's the queen? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I I see that James Washington is in the starting lineup for him, even though he is not for the Steelers. Um, we have Mike Williams that's also being usurped by some some guy named Guyton. Um Kronk was a nice move. He's been playing solid. Diggs has been uh, uh, more than uh, putting up a lot more points than people expected. And uh, Mims has looked good in his one game back. Um, don't love uh, Clyde's use in the first game with Le'Veon. We already talked how we think the revenge game. It, it's likely that uh, uh, Bell's going to score a touchdown. Looks like he's picking up Jimmy G to uh, fill in for Watson, which uh, you know Seahawks have been awful for pass defense, but uh, you know, and potentially he could cancel out some of those Kittle points. But um, I, it's a uh, majorly favoring um, Brad in this matchup. But I think he's about a fifty-point favorite, and uh, you know, I I think. I don't know. I think he, he'll probably only win by 45. Yeah, 40, 40 tops. Um, I think th- I think this is definitely the most lopsided matchup of the week. Uh, to, to your point, I mean, look 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 at Brad's lineup. Mike Davis, Miles Gaskin, Cole Beasley, Travis Fulgham. I mean, these these guys at the beginning of the season would, would have been free 
you know, they were worthless and, uh, and now they're, they're solid contributors. So props, props to Brad. And, uh, how about the, how about the MFL system projecting the Tampa defense for 17.53 against the giants? Yeah, it's not even possible given our scoring system. <laughs> I, I was thinking it was probably accurate because of the, the way that uh, Daniel Jones chooses to treat the football. Um, but then, I mean, on Adam's side, man, what are you, what are you going to do? Hilton. Now, here, here's a guy who was a wide receiver one two years ago, right? He was, I, I mean, I think I even approached him for a trade and he told me to fuck off. This this is a guy who's just fallen fallen off the face of the earth. Do you, do you think maybe he rebounds later this season if uh, Jacoby Brissett gets reinstated? And by reinstated, I mean just back in the starting lineup. Uh, he didn't do drugs that I know of. <laughs> we're actually in a league where uh, T.Y. Hillen was cut, and it's a 20-man roster. So I, I w- was like, oh, that's pretty surprising. And then I looked... I think he's broken double digits once this year. Uh, yeah, his his high output is twelve points, and I mean he scored two last game. I don't. I wanted to pick up Marcus Johnson, but Brad already had him. Um, he has every wide receiver that no one wants. Yeah, it, it's interesting because these guys all have zero trade value. Like, in, especially in the FPL, where where people just love to say like go fuck yourself when you when you approach them for trades like uh there's no way that anyone would trade for any of those guys but uh put them in your lineup they'll they'll each score you know in any given week you know rb rb2 wide receiver two numbers i mean they're great great pieces that actually reminds me when you were uh breaking down my team i wanted to ask um if you still have zero interest in the third running back score james robinson any regrets i still think their offensive line is bad he is a better player than i gave him credit for Uh, i still wouldn't trade him for kyler straight up which is i think what you were looking for i don't even remember at the time but i just wanted you that's like the nicest thing (laughs) yes that's basically a glowing glowing compliment compliment from me for me so uh you're welcome Yeah. So, uh, anyways, I like Brad, and uh, it's like a win-win situation for me because I own Brad's first, but I'm competing with Adam for the playoff spot. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, the last matchup is uh, Tim versus Groom, which is the guy I hated the least in high school versus the guy I hate the least in this league, at least currently. Um, a lot of injuries in this matchup on both sides. Um, looks like Tim has, uh, he's hoping Crowder and Allen Robinson are going to come back from injuries. Um, I'm not so sure. Um, Groom is hoping for Mixon. Uh, I doubt he plays before his bye. He, uh, he had a Austin Hooper in his exploding, uh, appendix in his, in his lineup earlier, but, uh, looks like he, He's replaced him with Dick Rod, classic Dick Rod. Dick uh, Rod. Uh, that's, that's a great name. Right. Did you come up with that yourself or, or did you uh, steal that from uh, someone on I, your Instagram page? Um, yeah, I 
I, <laughs> I stole, I stole it off of the uh, millennials words page. Um, actually, it's from the uh, the, the Living the Stream podcast. Uh, shout out to them. They uh, got me my. Uh, I'm sure my they're listening, so it's great. But um, that's true. Um, Tim, you know, he has uh, Tom Brady who you know, lines up perfectly with his uh, <laughs> political view uh, <laughs> team name. Um, he's got uh, Alvin Kamara, who is uh, going to be this year's uh, fantasy MVP. Um, obviously, he he had the uh, foresight to uh, um, predict that. Um, David Montgomery is playing like foreskin, uh, completely useless. Uh, but still, still, (laughs) I don't even know what to, I don't even know how to respond to that. So I'm just going to choose not to. I wish you could see Plotz's face when I said that and he thought I said something different, but no, he was, he was correct. We'll move on. We'll, We'll just, we'll just maybe, yeah. Or maybe edit it out. I don't know. Um, Hollywood Brown uh, could be a week he goes off. Probably not. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't like the matchups this week for uh, Tim. Like, other than uh, Brady, who it's it's most likely they're going to be up big and uh, running the ball in the second half. I, I, I don't. Like I tend to agree with you. I think um, you know Hollywood Brown. He, he goes off when you least expect him to. So he, when he has a bad matchup, I would say he plays the Steelers this week, right? I believe. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think right. that's a bad matchup for him. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'm fully expecting four catches, 140 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, yeah, this will be the week that Lamar <laughs> throws yes. for over 200 yards. The Plout's kiss of death. Yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, I think for Tim, it's really just a matter of how many points can Kamara rack up for him. You know, is it, uh, is it you know, in the in the fifteen to twenty range? If it is, I think he loses. If it if it's more of those that huge 30, 40 point game, you know, he's going to take it. Yeah, I, it's. I mean, Tim has been playing well. He's averaging uh, the most points in the league, but uh, I don't love this matchup. I, I could see uh, DJ Moore going off uh, tomorrow night too, but um, moving on to uh, Groom's roster, uh, Wentz is having a resurgence. Uh, he seems to be their their goal line back uh, this year, uh, which has been help, helping pad in the, the box score. Um, Calvin Ridley is going to be matching up uh, against DJ Moore. Um, I, I saw earlier today, he's only had one game where he's, outside the top 16 wide receivers. So a uh, big breakout uh, year for him. Uh, James Conner, s- still still in the NFL, I guess. Um, I, he's on my uh, hate list, but uh, he, he's been uh, putting up decent stats. It, it, so Probably so the, part, of, part of fantasy football for me is enjoying watching the players that you pick. And, you know, who am I – you know, I'm no expert. I, I haven't won a championship or, you know, had an, a record above 500 in the last 16 years. But uh, but I really enjoy watching my players play. And and isn't that isn't that why you play the game? 
and yes. so it, it, I, I I do it. To, go ahead. <laughs> edit the shit out of that. I do it to uh, just uh, have superiority over others, like you do versus me now, and to uh, call to see players before they they break out. And yeah, to be able to claim a player, you know, ideally like a day before he breaks out. And then be able to tell the league, uh, basically, I'm smarter than you, is, is is the goal. And I'd say that's more important than winning championships or scoring points. Uh, so James Conner, I mean, yeah, sure, he's going to put up points. He's their he's their running back uh, for a you know a decent offense. So you know he's he's going to score fantasy points. But is is it going to be any fun to watch? What are you doing, Groom? Yeah, and I could. Probably say the same for uh, Justin Jackson. I don't really know what to make out of the uh, Chargers backfield, but I know I don't want anyone outside of Eckler when he's healthy. So um, good luck with that. Um, Preston Williams, kind of the same story. Like it, he catches a couple balls and like, Groom celebrates every uh, touchdown he has, but then you realize that's his only catch of the game. I'd like to see another uh, Preston Williams cameo at some point. I mean, is he still available on the site? I assume so. He's not doing much during the game, so he's probably, uh, you know, racking up the, uh, what was it, $3? Or I don't know what his fees are. uh, He's like a goal line wide receiver. Instead of a goal line back, he's just like like you just you know put him in yeah at the one and he'll catch one one catch one catch for one yard and one touchdown. So have fun with that. Um, Cooper Cup, you know, another uh, solid but he's the white he's, he's the white uh, Robert Woods, right? We already touched on Dicker. <laughs> yeah, that seems factual. <laughs> we already uh touched we did. Dick Rod. We touched that. Um yeah. and uh yeah. And we also commented on him. Uh interesting matchup in this game, uh Steelers versus uh Ravens. They're uh playing each other. They used usually are two of the better defenses. Uh I kind of see this game as a, a bit of a, a shootout potentially, but uh you know, we'll have to see. Um Tim's coming in as a ten-point favorite, but I, I kind of like uh, Groom with the up. Yeah, I really, I really agree. Other than, uh, other than his running backs. No, fuck that. No, I, I'm changing my mind. I, I'm on, I'm on Team Tim on this one. Uh, you know, our political views may not align exactly, uh, but uh, you know, he's got, he's got Kamara, he's got Hollywood Brown, who I predicted for a, a huge game, um, and then he's got. Uh, He's he's got some other players who should be con- solid contributors, so I, I think he takes it over Groom. Yeah, biggest uh, question here is if Mixon doesn't play. Um, I don't know if Groom has someone to uh, step in, but that's it for the uh, the matchups this week. Uh, we we wanted to break down the uh, the bids since we started right. Uh, right at this time uh, or right at the time of uh, bids going off. Um, so biggest money this week, uh, the two highest bids were uh, Tim 
picking up uh, Jamichael Hasty and Carlos Hyde for $21. That's a solid investment. You could right? say Tim was taking a very liberal liberal approach with spending. It would be one way to look at it. Uh, you know, you know, I'm and I'm not sure how much uh, how much value those two guys are going to give him. I think they're they're one or two week starts. Uh, you know, another another boondoggle for the libs. Uh, yeah, I I want to work in a tax joke, but I'm not going to. Um, the uh the next uh the next high bid was uh, Nelson Algar for uh, 19 points. We kind of touched on him uh, how he's uh seems to have a breakout, but uh my my any, further any comment further on him is on him? that I would have him for free if I picked him up properly uh, via blind bidding instead of trying to uh, add drop him right before bidding. Yeah. When you, when you told me you were pricing forcing some of these guys, I think uh, especially with uh Michael P Ryan, uh, I, I appreciate that you are still living in the, uh, the FPL from two, three years ago. Ch- change is hard. But, uh, you pay what you bid. Change is hard. And uh, yeah, I'm uh I'm regretting my spending a little bit, uh, but I, th- I think I think Aguilar, you know, if he can con- con- continue to contribute, and Pirine, I mean, what's his competition? Frank Al Gore. <laughs> wow, so many political comments, but uh, yeah, I think he was uh, one of his uh, one of his cabinet members. Does that make sense? But uh, he, he, Gore is such a leader. You know, he's been a, a great leader on all of these uh, bottom feeder teams. But, uh, you know, we always hear how the coaches. Yeah. To me, the, the future is now for the Jets. I mean, there's there's no reason to play Frank Gore. I wouldn't be surprised if he's traded for peanuts, uh, you know, to, to somebody else. I mean, they're, you know, if you're building a team, why would you why would you have a 39 year old running back? It's a, it's a great question. Um, uh, Fox is picking up the not good Higgins for $15. Um, do we like his outlook with OBJ to the best? So I think Higgins and Donovan Peoples-Jones will basically split the OBJ work that's uh, that's up for grabs. I think Higgins has a little bit better of a connection with with Baker, and that that could be some nice PPR games. And and by nice, I mean like six for sixty five yards, and then an occasional touchdown. Is that worth fifteen dollars? I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah, I I don't even think that plot, or, yeah, plot, uh, Fox needs a wide receiver this week, but um, there. I know the Browns also just activated uh, another wide receiver who doesn't matter, but I think he's going to cut into. Uh, You're right. Hodge was his name. Is that Hodge? Too. Yes. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Um, I don't know. It's probably an overpay, but we said that about. We, we, we said that about everyone. Uh, everyone Davis Brad picked up. So he, he's the thing. 
I would say that if anyone who Ron hasn't picked up, it's an overpay. Fair enough. His month. All right. Uh, Dick Rod is next, right? Uh, yeah. Um, he was pretty solid. Uh, the uh, last game where he filled in for Goddard and Earth. Um, th- we talked a little bit about this, but biggest surprises. <laughs> yeah. So the, uh, what, what was he in terms of scoring last year? Like the number three tight end somewhere, somewhere around there and uh, gets dropped. If you told anyone on the various internet forums where you might uh, you might do your fantasy football research that somebody drops Ertz in a dynasty league, they'd be like, you, you know, put a hundred percent of your fab on that guy and, and grab him and stash him for next year. But uh, you know, the way that, 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 that this league is constructed with the 15 roster spots, it makes it hard to do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of of the opinion that Ertz is washed, but um, I don't think he's, an unclaimed free agent wash. More like um, a, a T.Y. Hilton wash okay. where you just stare at him at the end of, your, end of your bench and get pissed off. Yeah. Uh, he will probably be a guy who Brad picks up for $0 and Kittle will miss a couple of weeks and it'll lead him to a second place finish in the league. Sounds about right. <laughs> Um, a lot, of, a lot of uh, low bids. Uh, the rest of the way, I thought one of the more interesting uh, moves was that uh, Minshew got dropped. Um, granted, he's on Minshew high, gets but... he gets no love. Actually, the now that I'm looking at it, I'm pretty surprised that both Devontae Freeman and Drew Brees were dropped since they were recently put in Presto's trade bait. It's it's, it's shocking. It really guys. is. I, I, normally, Presto's trade bait is the the most desirable players, uh, you know, on on his team and really in the league. So uh, the fact that those guys were dropped is unbelievable. So mm-hmm. I'm expecting those, them to be picked up next week for sure. I'm surprised Marvin Jones um got picked up he is absolutely turned into dust this year so um i mean he's one of those guys kind of like uh hollywood who who could go off at any time but i i think uh father time is sort of Mark jones is the guy who's going to go off when you don't have him in your daily lineup because there's no reason to and you're you're playing against him in the fpl uh because god hates you Um, is there any other, uh, well, I, I, I saw you picked up Wayne Gallman for $0. I mean, he has a tough matchup this week against the bucks, but I think he's, uh, I mean, he's going to be the guy, right. He's going to, he's going to handle, I mean, Deion Lewis's corpse isn't going to do anything. So I think, I think that's a good pickup. I don't know if you start him, but, uh, could see a nice pop there. The, sorry, go ahead. Comments. Yeah. I, I just want to get rid of Darren Fells, who scored me zero points, but uh, he could have uh, allowed me to lose to you by about 40-ish instead of 50 or 50 and caught one ball. It's so funny because uh, I saw that on Sunday. Damn it. Like that, That's a great pickup. 
Aikens is out. You know, Fels he could be the he could be the the tight end of the week that scores you know those two or three touchdowns and has a has a nice nice day. So I was I was kind of dreading him him blowing up a little bit against the Packers, and I was I mean I was I was happy to see him be Darren Falls. The uh, the one positive out of that move is I was like really debating because obviously I needed a tight end. I was going back and forth. I was like, I'm going to drop one of my quarterbacks just because no one can pick them up and then I can pick them back up the next week. And I was really wrestling with Cam versus Tannehill. And now, like, Cam might not even be the starter. So I won there and obviously didn't get picked up. But he had an absolutely shitty game. So uh, I have to say, like, initially, I think you had Cam in your lineup. And I was surprised to see that when you had uh, Tannehill on the bench. so it was the right move to start Tannehill for sure, uh, and and like I said, man, Tannehill is is a stud, and I I think you know a lot of people are overlooking it. They're overlooking him in season long leagues. They're overlooking him in DraftKings. I see I see him really low owned in tournaments and stuff. So yeah, I think he's he's better than people realize. And I, I don't know is it is he just does he look unlikable? Is that the deal? I think he has that the gay stink on him, but um, he's definitely someone I'm looking forward to playing this week in the uh, enemies or employees of clouds. Yeah. I'll, uh, uh, I'll get right on setting that up. And then uh, another interesting pickup. I don't know if herb still has this reputation, but uh, at one point he did, but he was the, he was the, the wide receiver whisperer, right? He would, he would find that diamond in the rough, wide receiver that no one else was even thinking about. He would, he would rub your face in it, you know, when, when he went off uh, the next, next week or, you know, later that year, but uh, he would, you gotta give, you gotta give him props. He was able to find those guys. So Darnell Mooney for $2, what are your thoughts? Um, First thought is I'm definitely going (laughs) to cut out the rub your face in it when he went off and just use that as, uh possibly the outro but um yeah um with a rob uh potentially being out this week um mooney mooney's i mean he was open every single play that they threw it to him on uh on monday night but uh Foles, um your your former boy could not hit him whatsoever but yeah i like mooney a lot so i could see that working out for herb hopefully he doesn't start him versus me and have a uh, a blow up game, but uh, we'll see. Any other pickups that uh, that you see that you particularly liked in this lower dollar bracket? Um, the only other one I think that was kind of interesting is uh, Gus Edwards. It, it didn't seem like a ton of people bid on him, other than Urban Eye, um, but. It's pretty questionable whether um, Mark Ingram plays. So it, it could be that uh, Herb and I are both starting running back from the, uh, the Ravens uh, and being highly disappointed, which. As long as you're expecting the, the uh, six points that they'll both produce, then, then I think you'll be, I don't think you'll be disappointed. I think you'll be just fine. And uh, sorry, go ahead. I, th- I think uh, Gus Edwards will get to the same point total as J.K. Dobbins, but 
Gus will have about 15 to 20 touches, and Dobbins will have like three. How many yards per carry is Dobbins averaging? Not. I mean, it's 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 over six, right? Yeah, and for some reason, um, Harbaugh doesn't think that he's worth additional touches. I wish the coronavirus on both of the Harbaugh brothers. So I'll uh, I'll just say that. Uh, okay, and then. Uh, we talked about it a little bit, but uh, how about Jimmy G against these these Seattle Seahawks? I think he'll uh, I think he'll put up twenty plus points. Uh, lock of the week. Yeah, that's an easy lock. They're, all their running backs are banged up, so um, I, it could be a, um, a street fighter and Kittle uh, game. Agreed. So. And then uh, one last fuck you to Presto for picking up Curtis Samuel for zero dollars. That's how much did it hurt your soul? To like drop here, it? here's a guy who it's a trick. You, know, you, you talk about enjoying fantasy football and and just loving to watch a guy play. I love watching this guy play. Right? They sign Robbie Anderson, and I'm like, shit. You know, he's 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 not. You know, Robbie Anderson's a stud. I I knew Robbie Anderson would be a stud. And for, you know, Curtis Samuel, he's getting the targets. He's getting carries every once in a while i'm not sure if that continues when mccaffrey comes back but uh he's a he's a man i've 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 had many a wet dream to let's just say that yeah we're good and we're and we're back that commercial break was brought to you by fluffer pillow (laughs) fluffer pillow the pillow that fluffs i think that you uh you may have earned yourself a uh, permanent role on the pod. Um, you came prepared. Um, the most in-depth uh, show sheet that I, I've seen so far. Uh, that was fun. And uh, you brought. I think the the, uh, the whiskey helps. And and who who could have who who would have thought that uh, you know two introverts would have uh, you know such a good hour long conversation with each other. Yeah, I was actually thinking about how uh, we were both on the uh, the one FPL. Uh, happy hour uh, earlier in the year. And uh, I think we were on there for like 10, 15 minutes, just the two of us. And uh, we were just both dying inside, hoping someone else would join. It was like early in the night. Like we hadn't, the, uh, we hadn't had much to drink at that point. And it, it was, uh, you know, I was wondering like, you know, is anyone going to show up or is this going to be me and Putnam all night? Like, uh, you know, how, and who's going to be the first person to say, should we, you know, should we think about just uh, ending this? Yeah, but uh, luck- luckily Andrew showed up and then it, it went from there. But yeah, we were definitely, uh, I was worried that that would be the case for here. But uh, no, it was great. No, I thought it was uh, happy to uh, happy to come back and lead the show anytime. So uh, as CEO, I will invite myself back when it's appropriate to do so. And uh, I'll see you. <laughs>